Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 71. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Chrisis Diane Bjork, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Chrisis Diane Bjork with the Hindu Christian Conversations on the National Day of Prayer. I'm here with Chrisis Diane Bjork with the Hindu Christian Conversations on the National Day of Prayer. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Well, thank you for the invitation. Let's start out talking about the National Day of Prayer. Well, it started in 1952 following a six-week prayer campaign in Washington, D.C., led by uh, Billy Graham and members of the House and Senate. And it was uh, made into uh, law in 1988 when Congress passed the first Thursday of May as the National Day of Prayer. What type of other events are taking place on the National Day of Prayer? Well, all over the country, there will be flag raisings at uh, county buildings and city halls. There will be uh, youth uh, assemblies. Uh, there's a program called See with the Pole, where the youth will be gathering around and praying as they raise you know, flags uh, and in prayer for our cities, our counties, our, uh, and our nation. There will be uh, evening vigils. Uh, there will be many, many things, all indigenous to uh, uh, whatever particular city is coordinating. Talk about the Hindu-Christian conversations. The Hindu-Christian conversations will be beginning at 9 in the morning and will run through to 9 o'clock at night. It's a 12-hour program, and we will be hosting it again this year at Central United Methodist Church, 2nd Street and uh, Business 31 here in Muskegon. Would you like me to share a little bit about the day's activities? Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll start at 9 o'clock in the morning with a welcome with uh, Pastor Hansen, uh, senior pastor at Central United Methodist Church. And in the morning, we'll have dialogue, beginning with uh, Dr. Indra Makaya. She's coming in from Chicago. She's with Mother's Trust and the Lakeshore Interfaith Institute in Ganges. And she'll be talking for about an hour and a half. And then we have uh, Reverend Dr. Paul Raja Shikar, and I hope I pronounce that properly, but he's from the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, Lutheran Seminary in Philadelphia. He's native of India, and he is a scholar on uh, grappling with interfaith issues. And we'll have uh, a break for soup and salad after the, after the morning dialogue, and then we'll, we'll be gathering again where we'll have a panel discussion. Dr. Indra and Dr. Paul will be joined by uh, others from the Hindu and Christian uh, faith. Swami Tapasananda from Mother's Trust and Lakeshore Interfaith Institute from Ganges will be joining us, along with Miss um, Nancy Wana Spalink. Uh, she is a Amachi initiative, uh, excuse me, initiate from Rockford, Michigan. She's also an author or artist with Icons, Sacred Art a Gallery in Grand Rapids. And uh, our fourth Hindu guest will be Mr. Fred Stella. He is president of the Interfaith Dialogue Association in Grand Rapids, and that will be our core Hindu group. Other panelists will include uh, Dr. Michelle Lloyd-Page, and she's the president of Preach Sista from Muskegon Heights. 
And we have uh, Ian Lawton. He's the pastor of Christ Community Church in Spring Lake. And we'll have Pastor Sally Scythe from United Church of Christ here in Muskegon. And we'll have about almost two hours of, of panel discussion, question and answer. That will be moderated by Pastor Nana Craddaville from Harbor Unitarian Universalist Congregation because we kind of had to have somebody non-Christian, non-Hindu in the middle there to, to moderate. So she, we're glad to have her back this year for that. And then after our panel discussion, we'll be moving into a transformational spiritual practice with Pastor Ian Lawton, and it's called Big Mind. And it is um, a, um, a Zen uh, uh, Buddhist approach to uh, transcendental meditation that he's been certified to do for us. So that'll be about an hour with him. And after that, we will move into sacred art and expressions of faith. And those uh, we will have Nancy Wana Spalnik and Fred Stella again. Uh, Nancy has um, painted a Vishnu and a Krishna. Uh, I believe um, the Vishnu is patterned after her son. Or no, the Krishna is patterned after her son. And the Vishnu is patterned after Fred Stella. So that'll be fun to see her art. And Fred has uh, Fred will be bringing some ancient paintings from the Bhagavad Gita. And that's the story. I'm, it's Well, it's, it's a Krishna story. And they're... Um, I believe they're ancient templates that he's going to bring. He has a collection of those, and we're looking forward to seeing that. I do believe we may have Brother Mike Whitman coming in from West Branch. He's uh, a Carmelite monk that writes icons. Um, it's a form of painting icons, but they actually write the icons. They breathe the life into them, and they paint them. And there are several layers and, and quite, a, um, quite a process in making these icons. And we're looking forward to that demonstration. After that, we have an authentic Indian supper with vegan culinary specialist Elizabeth Conrad. She was our chef last year with Jason Church, and we're anxious to see her and have her back. And if you're interested, I have a little menu here to share with you, and I hope I pronounced this correctly. She sent it to me uh, from a um, Sri Lankan uh, cookbook. So uh, we're going to begin with a mango lassie. It's a delightful little smoothie with fruit and yogurt, uh, most popular beverage known for its cool refreshment, a tamarind soup. It's an ex- exquisite peppery broth with fresh tomatoes, split peas, and the essence of tamarind and a hint of coriander. When then we have some chapati. It's a traditional unleavened flatbread, and it's accompanied by three delicious chutneys. These chutneys are exotic condiments that enhance the dishes with this burst of flavor, and no Indian meal would be complete without them. The first one is a sini sambal. It's a hot and sweet salsa, and the next one is a date and onion. It's a smoky-flavored sweet and tangy blend, and then we have mango again. It's a very mild preserve of fruits and spices, and we will enjoy a palau. It's a delicate long grain but sami rice infused with tamarind again and curry leaves. Followed by mountain dal. It's a savory lentil dish and excellent companion to the chitapi for dipping. Yummy. And our main course will be a lamb curry. It's a fabulous course. uh, Very tender lamb medallions smothered with this enchanting coconut milk sauce and the the extract of ginger. And another side dish will be the kachi village potatoes, very hearty dish with garden fresh shallots, garlic, and tomatoes. 
And our dessert will be a morning rice. Uh, it's a very flavorful dessert topped with, get this, fresh pan seared bananas and this sugary butter sauce. Mm, doesn't that sound lovely? <laughs> so that will be our Indian supper. What do you hope to accomplish with these conversations? I hope that we discover the oneness of humankind. I hope that we might develop some friendships. I think that if we meet somebody that we don't normally hang out with, um, I think we can learn something. I think we can appreciate one another. I think we will discover that the Hindu faith and the Christian faith has a lot more in common than we do have in difference. And if, and if we can discover that and build a friendship, I think that would be fabulous. Speaking of which, that leads very nicely into my next question, and that is misconceptions Christians have about the Hindu faith. I don't have an answer to that, Jason, because I think we will learn some of the misconceptions that we have. I believe if, um, if we were given the opportunity to overcome our fear, then we can fall in love. Well, that's a perfect use of this podcast is after this episode is released and the conversations take place to go up and post on the website, make a comment on the website and kind of follow up with that. And you can share with our listeners some of the things that came about from the conversation. So I'll hopefully look forward to that after everything goes on. What can the average Muskegonite do to help with these situations and some of these differences between religions? Is it just as simple as understanding and being open-minded, or are there things that you feel that everyone in Muskegon can do? Well, I think, first of all, an open mind, because an open mind leads to an open heart, and an open heart leads to open hands. And I would recommend everybody attend the Institute for Healing Racism, at least at the beginning, because the interfaith issues we grapple with are even larger than just the um, the healing racism piece. And with, uh, if you were to come with just an open mind and an open, that will open your heart, that will open your hands. Why is religious diversity important in Muskegon? Religious diversity is in Muskegon, and it's important to recognize this diversity. We have a very rich, rich community. And as we know from the Jewish-Christian conversations that we've had over the last 12 years, we, there are other voices. Last year we had the Buddhist-Christian conversations, and we had 135 people come out. There are other voices. This year we're uh, trying to make it very inviting and informative for Hindu and Christians to, to gather. Next year we're planning on Baha'i. Christian conversations. We have a very thriving Baha'i community right here in Muskegon. Well, I feel that's a very important point to make that Muskegon already does have this diversity here. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And by being part of these conversations that you've had in the past and the ones uh, slated for this year and upcoming in the future, I think we can explore that even further and bring awareness to those issues in our community. All right, let's move on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person considering attending the Hindu-Christian Conversations on National Prayer Day. Make your pitch to get them there. Please join us on the Hindu-Christian Conversations on the National Day of Prayer, May 3rd at Central United Methodist Church. The program is a 12-hour day-long Feast for the Senses. The registration fee is a very nominal $10. Anyone can afford that. 
and you will be sharing gospel music, yoga meditation, liturgical dance, um, uh, Indian dance, fabulous food. You'll meet fabulous people. Please come on out. Open your mind and heart and your hands. Oh, thank you very much, Chris. I really enjoyed it, and best of luck with the conversations. And I will look forward to a post on the website with some of the results on the questions we brought up in this podcast. Thank you so much. The National Day of Prayer is designated by the United States Congress as a day when all Americans, regardless of faith, are asked to come together and pray in their own way. The important part of that statement for me is the regardless of faith part. Far too often it seems we turn on the evening news and see reports of religious differences separating people and even causing wars. It's refreshing to see the National Day of Prayer's purpose is to bring people of different faiths together for a common cause. The Hindu-Christian conversations that Chris spoke about on the podcast are an excellent example of something being done here locally to be part of that day. It may be surprising to many area residents that Muskegon has quite a bit of religious diversity. The most prevalent faiths in Muskegon County are Protestant and Catholic. But the following religions are also represented. Baptist, Christian Reform, Judaism, Evangelical, Lutheran, Methodist, Muslim, and even Baha'i. Just to name a few of the faiths in Muskegon, according to the Association of Religious Data Archives 2000 report. So join in the conversations on the National Day of Prayer on May 3rd at Central United Methodist Church at 2nd and U.S. 31 in downtown Muskegon. The Hindu-Christian conversations are funded by part of the Michigan Humanities Council as an affiliate of the National Endowment for the Humanities. For more information, contact Chris Bjork at 231-865-1373 or email her at crysisbjork at verizon.net. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon, Visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 71 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.